Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. So we're almost getting to spring. And depending where you live, spring might be starting to hit a little bit. And if you're on the other side of the world, it's nowhere near spring. But for the U.S. folks and for some European folks, spring is in sight. And the reason I want to post this is that while the game has changed with a lot of different opportunities to stay engaged, you can definitely be getting to the point where you're asking yourself, why the hell am I doing this? Why am I in my basement, in my dojo, in my whatever room, wherever you're riding inside, putting in the hours so that you can perform in the spring and summer. And it can sometimes just drag on. The winter just drags on. And this is the month where people derail, no doubt, because they're so close. And, and you wonder, like, man, you're, you're right there. Just keep going. But the mental matches have been lit, no doubt. If you're putting in three hours, two hours, four hours inside on a trainer, the work will be worth it. But yeah, it can take a toll, no doubt. And, you know, I say things have changed a little bit. Obviously, Zwift is a game changer, but you're still inside. And I'm not, some people enjoy Zwift, and that's awesome. Some people are indoor specialists, that's their thing. But for a lot of people, it's not. And you're just doing what you got to do. And I just want to encourage you to keep doing that. Back in the day, you know, if you don't know me too well, Started racing in 2009, got my Cat 1 at the very end of 2010, started going ham 2011, 12, 13, went back to school in 14. You know, those three years where I was really jamming it and trying to get in all the big biggest races, the amount of time for the off-season was really long because Green Mountain, and this is really more for Northeast racing, was the last big road race over labor day and there were used to be jokes imagine if somebody tried to put a race on that wasn't cyclocross after green mountain and people like laughed and joked that it would be boycotted like the season's over don't even think about that gravel was nowhere near popular there were some people i'm sure riding gravel there's og 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 stories of people doing this like way back or people just riding road bikes on seasonal roads or gravel roads but gravel racing wasn't a thing so you didn't have the fall kind of late summer big gravel push you either were doing road and then went to cross and then you started doing base miles and you had basically you know end of september 
was just go do big mega crazy rides and then it was october november december january february five months of base and endurance aerobic stuff we weren't i wasn't even really you know except for on these fixie rides when we were doing that and going over hills was doing a ton of just endurance and tempo and the reason i talk about this right now is because when you're in the basement it got pretty stale like a month ago but if you just keep pushing you are so close you will reap so many benefits not only from your yearly training volume staying high but also from the fact that you're going to come out in spring and beat all those people that just want to race into shape or you're just going to be a step ahead you know there's a huge 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 difference in doing that versus just slacking putting up some four-hour weeks, some three-hour weeks. Please don't put up the donut hole. Like, you got to do something. But the reason I want to post this is a couple notes from my dojo. Now that they're all, there are all these other distractions, uh, I shouldn't call them distractions. That's a, that sounds like a negative word. There are all these other outlets for riding, whether it be Zwift or you know, early season gravel or early season road racing. I'm down in Florida now. And this podcast came to mind because a teammate of mine said, yo, there's a road race on Saturday and this crit down in Miami on Sunday. Now the Sunday one, I really can't go to because Chris is coming back in town and he's been gone for two weeks. And that would be a really bad look to be like, yo, man, sorry, I can't get you to the airport. I'm gonna go do this crit instead. But also, the road race, it's a short one. It's 45 miles. It's flat. It's um, If I needed some, like, road stimulus or something, like, it's hard for me to make a case for a 45-mile road race, especially with the travel time there and back, because of the mental aspect of it. And here's why. I just did, you know, Ecuador was in December, and that whole, like, shift of having to ramp back up in late November when I found I was going to go do it, and then race and then come back. And then I've already talked about like the traveling I was doing to get my like the loose ends tied up in Memphis to move to North Carolina and Florida. There were just a lot going on that I never felt like I really settled in. And just until, you know, after the Evoke camp, uh, having February to be a little bit race free has been really refreshing. And I even, you know, I got a little slack from from some teammates when I bailed, I, I flaked out, which is the worst quality. I said I was going to go to the Swamp Classic and the weather looked cold. It was going to maybe be raining. I just had ridden with the Evoke guys in 38 degree weather, 47 degree weather and a rainy day with Craig and Patrick. And I was like, yo, I just don't have it in me. Like, I'm, I'm really sorry to be getting so hyped and now bailing, but I had to bail. Because I want to keep the stoke high. I really, 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 really want to come into the spring races hungry and pumped up and not feeling like, well, I've kind of done all this racing. This is just another race. Like, I think the lack of racing is really good. So, do I think Ecuador threw things off? No, I knew what I was getting myself into. Do I think maybe going to Okeechobee a few weeks ago and then maybe planning to do another race in January was a bad idea? 
I don't know. Maybe with Ecuador, I should have said like, hey, January, February, definitely taking it off. I haven't come to that decision yet, but I think for sure I'm taking February, the rest of February off. I was, you know, toying around. Maybe I go to like this Auburn race 10 hours away. No, that's not a smart thing for me to do. So I'm going to take that off. I'm going to go do Chain of Lakes because it's a one-day road race. And then I'm going to go do a Grand Fondo, um, mainly because we want to explore Florida a little bit more. We're new residents here, and we've been really loving exploring this new city and going up north and just seeing a little bit more of the state and trying to make more of a weekend trip out of it is uh it's kind of right up our alley now that being said i haven't told my team i have not committed to this race yet because if it's like raining in 30 i'm not going to do it i don't want to burn that mental match for no offense to chain of lakes but for chain of lakes um and then april there's really only one race it's the florida state time trial and then may is when things really jump off so i want to be like chomping at the bit come may i want that stoke to be really 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 high i think that's important because then may june july and august are jamming and i'm going to post my tentative race schedule thing surprises always happen but going to nashville for the opening season may crits florida crit going away for chris's birthday then at the end of the month then Carter County Omnium, Tulsa Tough, Amateur Nationals, and hopefully Tonga, all within June. And then July, <sighs> I feel like I need to take a deep breath, Grand Final Nationals, then on the way out to Albuquerque for Masters Nats at the end of the month, do the Tennessee State Crit, possibly. See some friends there. Really, that's my main goal in going there. Uh, Masters Nats. And then I'm going to head all the way across the country to upstate New York, to finish things off before flying to Slovenia for Latap Grand Fondo with Andy and Alex and then go to Italy for my honeymoon. So after reading that schedule, I'm like, yeah, okay, I need to come into this hungry. This podcast can end here. All I need to say is stay stoked, stay hungry, get through to the spring. You're going to have an amazing year, especially if you've put in the work If you've been skipping and slacking, start getting at it now. Don't be all ho-hum and sad and bummed out and I shoulda, coulda, woulda, do it now. Because guess what? In March, you're going to be saying, damn, I wish two weeks ago I'd started. Or in April, you're going to be like, damn, I wish I didn't wait till the end of March. Don't wait. Just get on the bike. Start with 45 minutes. Move to an hour. Keep going. Keep going. I promise you, you will not regret it. Let's get it.